Hey everybody, Jesse Humphrey here. Welcome to After the Gig. I am very excited to be here today. It is right now, I'm recording this. It is Monday, May 13th. Releasing this one a little bit early because uh, I got stuff to do because next week or this week on Thursday, I leave for vacation. I will be going to Ireland to go see the sights with my wife and also visit her family who lives in Northern Ireland. So I will be gone for two weeks i will not be posting an episode on either of those two weeks just need a break got to get away um been very very busy the last few months and uh i'm excited i'm really excited to take some time off and i'm bummed that i won't be able to release these for those two weeks but it's okay um as long as you promise to come back and keep listening. But today on the program, I have the very, very talented Nick Fradiani. Nick Fradiani is American Idol season 14 winner, which is bananas. Absolutely bananas. Nick and I met about a year ago, I want to say, and we got to play a couple of gigs together. I got to know Nick a little bit, and he's a great guy, one of the most talented singers I have ever met or ever heard sing. That's probably why he won American Idol. In this talk, Nick really goes in depth about a lot of the things on the show that you wouldn't really see or hear about otherwise. And especially coming from a winner of the show, it was really interesting to hear all about it. And very interesting to hear about the journey that he was on and ultimately from where he started to where he ended up it's just it's just really interesting and i really hope that you enjoy the conversation i have with nick nick has a song that came out recently it came out on may 3rd it's called empire and stick around after the conversation because i'm going to play the song in full afterwards so please stick around and listen to the music uh again thank you so much for listening the email is after the gig pod at gmail.com follow on instagram at after the gig or follow me personally at j humphrey music and that's it that's all i gotta say so please enjoy this conversation with nick fradiani everybody's hometown there's a reason not to stay beach spirit right down dreamers need to get away I remember when you said don't hate me One day I'm getting out of here Even if it drives me crazy Just know So you had a radio show today. Yep. How often do you do those? Well, I mean, I used to do them way more often when I was on like a label. So we'd do a bunch of like radio tour, tour dates. So that would be like different state every, you know, do like you'd play 10 different cities in eight days or something. Yeah. So today we just, I did like a morning show in Connecticut and then I drove to Massachusetts and did uh, a radio station up here and then, uh, yeah, it's been cool. I mean, I put a new song out last week, so, or two days ago. The, so, the third, right? Yeah, May 3rd. So basically just like 
whoever will whatever relationships i've built in the past i reach out and just try to set stuff up and yeah it's kind of fun doing it on your own to be honest i mean i have a manager and i have a booking agent and all that stuff and but there's still something cool about just independently doing it and yeah hustling when you started a funny thing like when we first met when you came out to uh kellogg's show Mm -hmm. i didn't realize that like our fathers knew each other until you just said that i totally forgot about that connection again from way back in the day because my quote-unquote uncle my my dad's best friend right uh jeff canada who I used to hear my dad talk about all the time. Yeah. Which is so weird. He, My dad really respected him as a musician. Yeah, he was like the reason why I started playing drums. Yeah, wow. Um, and <clears throat> this is actually kind of an embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. But when I didn't get to meet you afterwards, and I knew that you were going through some changes and mm-hmm. might have needed a drummer and might have right. needed somebody, um, my dad was like, oh, I used to know his dad. You should like call the hotel right. that he plays at every now and then. The waters, uh, the water's edge. I, I think that might have been yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm like, Dad, this is just not how it works. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. That's terrible. And somehow my dad convinced me yeah. to call the hotel. Right. And I, I, I did it. I called yeah. and I was like, I'm going to try to talk to his dad and be like, for whatever reason, That's this is right. just as I'm saying it, it sounds so crazy. No, I totally remember this now because it did happen. Like, I don't know if you talked to my dad, but it got back to my dad. It like, got back to your dad? hundred percent. I remember this. My dad was like, <laughs> he's like, so I think this drummer guy is like, did you just see a drummer at it or something? But my dad did know. And then okay. he made the connection um, of your, <laughs> your uncle or whatever. And like it all kind of, and then it's pretty funny how you went after. You should have heard you should have heard the conversation I had with like the front desk person. They must have been like, they thought it was like, who the fuck is this <laughs> lunatic well, calling, listen, asking if it's like, oh, it, in terms of Connecticut stuff with me after American Idol, that's probably not the, they not probably, the craziest thing. Not at all. No, no, no. Yeah. But it's pretty funny how like you went out of your way to try to get linked up. And then the first gig I had you on was playing a cajon at a casino gig <laughs> yeah. for, for a bunch of cool, coolest, gig yeah, coolest gigs. Yeah, coolest gigs you're probably like i should have never made yeah. that call it's like oh this <laughs> this weirdo's gonna call try to get a gig i'll give him a gig i'll give him i got a perfect i got gig the perfect for gig for this guy will never call me again we'll talk about that gig uh, later on i yeah. guess yeah but so your dad like your dad i listened to or i watched some of the videos i've never seen you guys perform live mm-hmm. but your dad is like super talented yeah like, he is he, he can play anything so yeah, like, he's how, a great musician is, did he like get you started like what's what's the story no about? it's pretty funny he he was like so he's been playing music he was you know that's he he didn't like to play sports he was 13 years old this the story that you hear from a lot of kids he wasn't 13 he was younger he he watched the ed sullivan show saw the beatles and was like that's what i want to be the classic the classic story but that just shows i mean that's how a lot of people started that's how a lot of people wanted to play music back then so that got him hooked and that's all he did his whole life he was he made us he he um you know supported the family playing music playing gigs all over the place he wasn't doing anything else nope Wow. No, not until when I went to college, he, his father made him get his hair. He had to do something. His dad said, besides music, he's like, you play music. It's not a job. <laughs> That's yeah. my grandfather. So, uh, my dad went and got like his hair cutting license. And so he would do that on the side. And then it wasn't until I went to a college and the, the gigs were a little slower for him. He went and, um, he was like a teacher at a, like a hair, like to get your hair cutting license. Yeah. Basically, he did that for a few years. But, um, anyways, long story short, he never uh, pushed music on me at all. So I was never, a, never. So oh. 
he was, well, here's why it's funny. So music kind of came naturally to me, but I never took it seriously. And I was obsessed with sports. So I played basketball, baseball, and he was like prototypical, like sport dad because he never played sports so the music thing was like whatever to him that was his thing he was kind of living vicariously with the sports and he loved it like he was hardcore almost to the point where he kind of got played in college and he was almost a little too hard on me in high school to where it kind of like turned me off of kellogg's a lot like that really i didn't know he had that well he's not he coaches his his daughter's basketball team i didn't know that and he's a lunatic i got i have to go (laughs) i need to see this i I mean i can picture being intense but i and steven if you're if you're listening at some point (laughs) like i i love you but you're a, you're you gotta calm down. You gotta chill out. Well, that's I took my dad looking back on it now. Like I remember, great. I remember my dad like yelling at me at like twelve, and I'm like, because I like missed free throws, and I'm like, and now looking oh, okay. back on it, like he really thought like. I guess you get delusional sometimes as a parent as like how good your kid is or like absolutely you we know, see like, in music all the time oh yeah all absolutely but he wasn't delusional with music and I think it's because he understood music and right sports wasn't something you know he kind of just got into it and you know I was a good player but I was a good player for like you know I played division three I was like yeah you know, you know what I mean I was like so yeah. regular I was never going but you're an athlete you're an athletic dude yeah you know, so you, like you but anyway so he <clears throat> went super hardcore on that and and that's why I think I love music so much because the music was always just a fun thing. It was not like a stressful thing. He would do it. Right. We would always be like, he would always be playing great song. We had a big grand piano at the house that he'd always be playing on. There'd be instruments everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, he'd have his little studio set up in the house. So that was more like fun time. Yeah. And then that was it. And then after college or in college, I got hurt. I didn't play basketball as much. And that's when the music thing took over. And then he started helping out. He was like, oh, wow, you, he's actually pretty good. And then he would, yeah. and then he became a huge help uh, to me later on in life with music it's funny we're very similar when it comes to that like because i i played sports all the time i played music i was serious about music earlier probably Mm -hmm. but then like when you're a kid you and you and you love sports and you love all that stuff you want to you want to follow it's hard to like focus in on one thing yeah it's funny some musicians like it's funny how people take different paths but some people a lot of musicians i know like no nothing no sports no no, just all music that's what i love about donnelly he loves basketball so he does he loves that but i think it's good like i'm glad i have something like i still play basketball like Mm -hmm. i'm in men's rec leagues and i i just love to play it's something different and i love to watch sports i know you like to watch sports too like i just it's good to do something different i think than music 24 7 the balance is important that's Mm -hmm. something that i didn't like at berkeley was that the kids that right, I was the, gonna say. the kids that were there i've explained this before on the show it's like they were sitting in the hallway or like you know outside the library or, or whatever mm-hmm. and they were just singing out loud all the time and that really put it really put a bad taste in my mouth because oh, yeah. i was just like these people can't there's no balance they can't chill yeah. you know half of them <laughs> i'm sure i'm half of them i'm sure have like played on snl or you right, know whatever right, but right. and and there's something said for that like the the absolute obsession like, of obsession it, with sure. it and and some people have that and it's great it's mm-hmm. great for them but i just i'm not i've never been like that yeah either have i that's my, annoying to me you yeah know? my dad actually has a little bit of that where i say to him where sometimes i look and i'm like wow he lo- i love music it's my yeah. passion it's the, the <clears throat> if i didn't have it i don't know what i would do right but like i he doesn't turn it off like he loves me he'll listen to music he's on youtube like when he found out about youtube years ago like he can't get enough of like watching live like our dads are the same yeah like and every time he sees me he always pulls up his phone and he's like listen and he's just playing through his like 
like beat up like, yeah. iPhone speaker. Like, but he loves, loves music and he doesn't turn that off, which again, that's, that's great for him. But for me, I need, I, I like to turn that side of me off from time to time. Like I don't like to look like today I drove two hours. I didn't listen to music. I listened to yeah. podcasts. Or I listened to like sports radio or whatever. Yeah. Cause I'm always listening to music and sometimes yeah. I like for my ears to just get a break and just shut that part off for a little bit. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you like analyze stuff all the time when you listen to it? When you listen to music, uh, um, or or can you could just enjoy it? I, I'm sure this stuff. Well, of course, it, with like my own stuff, I can never enjoy it, and I always overanalyze it. My, I could usually I listen to a lot of different music, even music that's really bad, like music yeah. that I, I shouldn't like. I'll listen to like I'm not very s- snobby with it, um, and I think it's because like for instance, somebody like you, and I'm not I'm not just saying I don't know if I'm right about this assumption, but you went to Berkeley, you studied, you hear things that maybe I my ki- I kind of studied, yeah, kind of studied. But <laughs> let's just say your your knowledge of music is is far more in depth than mine in terms of like my, I taught myself everything. I didn't oh, I like, can't learn like the X's and O's. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. I, I don't know. I, I kind of I don't overanalyze it that much. If I like it, if it sound, if it if it if it makes me feel something, that's a good thing. Then yeah. I'm, then I'm in it. I'm very much like that, and I very much made a conscious effort to try to, to shut to, that to shut down the uh, the the nerd side of it, right? You know, right. and and try to because you can't be like that all the time because yeah. you, you're not listening as a listener you're, you're listening, listening as a musician yeah. yeah which which can be which can be tough yeah well i send all my all my songs like all demo ideas i don't like to send to musicians oh yeah i always i have i have my buddy brent uh who actually lives in massachusetts from college he knows nothing <clears throat> about music but i oh he would always like back in the day used to do a lot of cover songs on youtube and he always be like this song's gonna be a hit and he was always and he's right. always right about so it. i was yeah. like you know what? i'm gonna just send all my stuff to him and he tells me and he's very honest with me he's like that he's like i, I hate this song or That's he's like this move. one's cool like he's super honest with me and so I even tell him he's like I'm gonna and he jokes around he's like I'm gonna be an A and R and I'm like no they don't know what they're doing you're good you should <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, but no he so I mean and I think that's to be said about sometimes we don't you don't listen to music as a listener yeah. you, you kind of always put the musician ears on every A and R guy I've ever met has has looked like a college frat boy <laughs> every single one and I'm like yeah I, I've I, had I, a lot of interesting experiences I don't like with any them. These guys. Yeah. Um, so when you were I guess coming out of out of high school and, and college like how when did you start writing and when mm-hmm. did you start s- saying like all right this is something that i want to pursue because you always liked it it was it kind of came natural yeah you said the first song i wrote was in my freshman year of college mm-hmm. so i hadn't written a song in high school i would perform i'd play this i just knew how to play the guitar like i was like I got a guitar I took it not guitar lessons but I got my first electric guitar I was playing like blink 182 songs like I knew like yeah. four bar chords yeah and I would play like and that was in like eighth grade and then I just never touched it again until like my junior senior year I started in high school I started in trying school. I started trying to figure out the guitar again okay um and then I think my freshman year I wrote I wrote like two songs and I went home over break and recorded them and they were horrible um but it was the first time where i was like and i only knew like a few chords like the songs were but they were i could still hear myself in a little like i still kind of remember the 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 two songs but so that was the first time i was like oh this is different i didn't know i could write a song like, yeah that's that's but pretty were sweet. you were you approaching it like were you like oh i have some things i want to say like what some things i want to talk about or was it mostly just like this sounds cool and and i have to figure out something to say to it it was it was i was supposed to. i was trying to get better at the guitar so i was just playing guitar and then 
did, I didn't know that I could write a song, but then I was just yeah. like messing around to chords of, I don't know, it's probably like a Goo Goo Dolls song. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me try to sing something different to it. And then, you know, and then I wrote it and then I wrote it. And then I became f- close friends with uh, this kid, Tim, that I went to high school with. And he, we were in concert choir together in high school and all this stuff. And he was the first person I ever met that was, you know, using Pro Tools. And he was okay. like figuring that out at his parents' house. And so I would come home on breaks and I'd go to his house. And I, again, didn't know what I was doing, but I was fascinated by him. He had written songs and he was like recording like yeah. these kind of cool demos and that's when i think i started watching his approach to writing and then we wrote a couple songs together and then um <clears throat> and we went on to write quite a lot of songs together we, me and him worked on music for years and that was a big uh reason why i think i became a songwriter yeah yeah well i feel like there's always a guru there's always some kind of like tech group guru like yeah. i had a buddy of mine his name is eric um who was the first guy to have like a pro tool setup, right and you're always like oh i'm gonna go to that kid's house yeah and, and you're so amazed by it. you're amazed by it and oh you want to you want to learn and you learn this whole there's this whole other world to it mm-hmm. that you just don't understand none of you understand until yeah it's, and it's, it's amazing how it's changed process. so much since then too so that's got to be it's going back oh my god i don't know how long ago that was 2005 or something and how incredible pro everything is now from yeah. them, like all the plug-in it's just it's just wild well people have really dialed it in especially like oh, pop, yeah. pop music there's mm-hmm. it's just like not formulaic but there's there's all these tools like my buddy dan showed me this synth that he got or or, or some sample mm-hmm. thing that he got and he's doing all this stuff i'm like huh how oh, yeah. did you do that? It's insane. It's like in- insane. And all the knowledge you need to have to like create these things that are, are crazy. Yeah, we just got, we just, my buddy Nick Belmore that I recorded my single with at his studio, he was like buying these like packs of like, they're like, oh, here's like One Republic's drums. And you just go and there's samples oh, of these yeah. like massive yeah. <laughs> drums that probably are just straight from their songs. You yeah, know? totally. Like it's crazy. Um, but it does it does fascinate me like because again i only recorded with pro tools my whole life i never experienced anything other than okay and a lot because again i didn't start till like a little bit later and like it it blows my mind to hear like old records and like wow they just sang that like that was just like one take this is one take and the harmonies like there's not like nowadays you're locking in the harmonies drums yeah there's two mics on the the drums i mean that you could hear some of those drums back in the day were horrible but (laughs) but like I don't know. Sometimes I just think about those old records, like, especially for me vocally. And I'm like, cause there's just, I mean, obviously I could sing live, but like, listen, you put zero auto tune on my voice and zero compression and zero, like, it's just, you're going to tell it's going to sound a lot different than things you hear on the radio, you know? Yeah. Well, it's all relative. It's all, that's true. That's true. It's all relative to what type of music you're playing for sure. But it just always blows my mind. Like listening to like those Michael Jackson records or like just vocally stuff that was going on was just, it was just insane. There was no, and there was no... There was no cheating no. back then. Do you think that people are missing out on that style, that recording style? Well, I now? think that's gonna come. I, I, I think that's gonna come back because everything seems to come back around. Yeah, like, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if people start. They can't take listening to perfect stuff anymore. Like I don't know. I, I mean, it's tough because like even my ears sometimes have gotten so used to. Because I mean, I try to stay current um, with you know because I still write pop songs and like. Sometimes your ears just now, if you hear a real drum kit, sometimes you're like, like you're like, oh, that sounds like older. Yeah. And that shouldn't, that's weird to me. Like, I don't know why I think that way, but it's because my ears, if you listen to current music, you're not really hearing drums anymore. And that's, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. We put real drum, I mean, 
even in my last EP, I didn't, we use a lot of samples and this, this single, we, you know, use a real kit, but of course it's the stuff still, you're still layering sample, you know, you're right. still layering stuff up to make it bigger. But I hope one day it comes back and things are just like way more organic. That would be yeah. great. I always think of it as like this primal instinct that we have that will come back. Like the timeless music always has real players on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Michael Jackson. You're right. Real players on it. Mm-hmm. There are synths and some... some. Yeah, but those are monsters playing on those Exactly. Tracks, yeah. You got John J.R. Robinson playing drums. You got, yeah. all, you know, whoever. Yeah. All those guys. So the new the new song, is this just a single? Do you have any other stuff coming out? Yeah, I have a bunch. We recorded a bunch. I mean, I put an EP out in 2017 that I, I really liked, and it just got... No, like, besides the single, I put out the single, and then I put the whole EP out like a month later. I just felt like the rest of the songs, just nobody cared. Like, nobody even Besides, like, my, my, my diehard fan like i just felt like it just it, it almost felt like i wasted money okay. you know what i mean because i was like i put out this ep and i mean it was good to have physical stuff like when i would tour mm-hmm. but and it's always nice to just put out a project like i was happy i needed to put out that that when i did that so right. I'm, I'm super glad i did it but looking back on it i was like wow i just wish i gave that song its own time and this song because i just feel like the attention span is just like you might get them for one song. There is none. There is none. So none. if you can get them for one song, I'd rather get them for that one song and then take a two monther, like focus on that song, do all the content, whatever I can do for that song, which I'm doing for Empire. And then we have a bunch of songs like finished now, and then I'll, you know, put that next one out. And maybe is after- it a bummer to have to live with all these songs for way longer than you normally uh, would? Like I don't if know. This to- is the first time I'm going to do it. First time you ever done it. Yeah. That. So this is the first time where I was like, I have enough songs where I could put out another EP, but I'm like, I'm just not gonna. Yeah. Maybe at the end of it i'll be like well i'm gonna go out on the road now so i need to i'm gonna just put these in a thing and and i'll sell them at shows i guess yeah totally i just want to give them i just want to give everything its own little time um and i'll see i mean i could talk to you in a month like that was that didn't work either the dumbest idea ever yeah so i don't know (laughs) i mean i think it's becoming more and more what people are doing they're putting out a song at a time unless unless you're a massive artist where you need to put out records yeah and then put out a 20 drop a 20 song album not tell anybody and like that would be great i'd love to do that it's out of control i hate having to tell people to listen to stuff i hate it i hate promoting like i i'm so bad now with social media like i used to think i was okay with it but now i've gotten so like i almost feel embarrassed like saying like hey listen to this listen to this please buy it but but now it's crazy because like so many things get missed online like they really do like the Mm -hmm. only you know i got a hundred thousand followers probably i look at not even a quarter of them see the stuff yeah you know what i mean so you're always like trying you don't want to lose anybody but then even if, with shows too, like yeah. we constantly get emails and they're like, "Oh, when are you coming to oh, town?" Is I was that like, the worst? "I was there last week." Like it's dude, like, me and Eric. What are you doing? Me and Eric Donnelly were talking because we did the me. Um, I went out on tour at the Roots in 2017. Alternate and, Roots. Alternate Roots. Yeah. Not <laughs> the, I, oh yeah. In case I have quest love on. Right, right, right. Not the actual Roots. I'm sorry. <laughs> the alternate Roots. And um, we. Uh, we would post stuff and like every single you know we'd put like our tour thing up and every post there'd be like 20 things like why aren't you coming here why aren't you coming here i'm like i'm just gonna post like i'm just gonna post all the places i'm not going (laughs) (laughs) and maybe that'll make people happy because people just have to complain you know yeah the the shit out of luck tour yeah here's the shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that is so annoying where you're like you had a you had a show that like didn't sell well and then you get two people messaging like when are you coming back to indianapolis i was was just there yeah two days ago yeah yeah it's like oh man i had my cousin's brisks (laughs) oh man yeah it's just it's so frustrating it's a grind man yeah it is a grind mental grind um so when you like what 
when you started playing shows and stuff when did the the wheels start turning because you were in a band before mm -hmm. before you did idol yeah i've had a really weird um i've had like <clears throat> the total a very strange musical uh journey i guess you could say yeah because <clears throat> You know, like I said, after college, I started writing a little bit, and that's when my dad was like, learn 30, 40 songs, and I'll, I'll get you gigs around Connecticut. You can play like bars and make like 200 bucks. I was like, all right. Sure. So I learned like 30, 40 songs. I stunk, but he would get me in all these rooms <clears throat> in Connecticut because he's been playing all that scene his whole life, and he got me a little booking agent around Connecticut that would put me in these bars. and So that got me at least playing live consistently where nobody's listening to you and you're just playing Jimmy Buffett and stuff. But like yeah. I was, I was learning. And, yeah, then, and you're also mm -hmm. learning how to be in front of people, how to, yeah. how to interact, how to with interact, like, how to exactly. Even, even on my breaks, people come at like learning how to just talk to, they weren't really fans, I guess, but some people yeah. just, you know, you're just, I'm learning at that point. And then my dad was like, you need to learn to play with a band. And he's like, we should play. He's like, we should do something with like me and you. And I got my, so I started playing with all these like older dudes. Like my dad played bass. Um, it must've been such a blast. It for him. was, Oh, he loved it. And we had, um, for you it too, was, but. yeah, it was awesome. And we played like, it was kind of cool. Like everybody in the band sang and I was kind of the lead singer, but I learned at that point how to play in a band for the first time. It was the first time I ever played with a drummer. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you've never done. Yeah. It, it was, it was a total, but it was, what I learned was we would play all different music. So we were kind of probably hard for anybody to book. We didn't play a ton. We went out to like block Island and played, but we would play like older stuff. A lot of Captain Beatles. Nicks um, no, Island? we did. Um, oh, what's it called? They have the good, um, Oh, it's a Marina. Um, Champlins. Oh, Champlins. Champlins we play. Oh, Champlins is uh isn't Champlins in, in uh uh Galilee in Narragansett? No, it's in Black Island. Oh. Yeah. I, I think of? I'm saying it right. Yeah, Champlins. That's that's embarrassing for me because I'm from Rhode Island. Um right. yeah, Champlins. It, it's it's like right on the water. Right on the water. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. Okay. and there's like yeah, they're idiot. known for they have good mudslides. That's oh man. <laughs> I was actually just talking to somebody about Block Island the other day because I've done like three three gigs at captain nicks oh man where that place gets wild it's just a shit show it really is it's a, a shit total show. shit show yeah. i like block island i love block i island. love it there yeah I've, i have some block island stories that i can't say on here but Same. I, I uh i stayed there for like weeks i was playing at champlin's alone too where i'd play okay. like i'd play it must have been incredible it was it was awesome <laughs> but it was weird too i'd play like four hours up by a pool yeah and like with like a blender for like a tip jar but they it, it would nice because people would come off the boat they'd have money they'd be giving you you know i was yeah i literally probably played all jimmy like all like it was it was a yeah. weird it was a weird time but it was awesome i'd be done by six and then i have the whole night whole night to just hang yeah it was great my cousin <clears throat> my cousin used to work out there every summer and uh he had a, a small sailboat mm -hmm. that was mooring in old harbor mm -hmm. and for like a week i went out there and just kind of hung out with all with him and all of his like <laughs> burnout buddies yeah. and, and i slept great. in this little sailboat that's awesome every night and it was it was great we had a great time everybody needs to do stuff like that yeah but it it, it was like you know there was there were some some nights that i was like i can't believe i, I like i'm alive right you know mistake. i can't do this anymore. i can't do and this then you, but then you do and then you do yeah because you're only 20 years old exactly um yeah that's awesome so yeah so we, i played i played with i played with those guys out there and like again i was playing with the eagles and the beatles and then we would play like maroon five and then we play like, yeah. so i was kind of like learning and that was really fun and then and that's when after that uh 
Would you I, filter in originals at that point? No, or no, because I didn't even it, have, yeah. again, I probably had, actually at that point, yeah, I was writing a little more with the kid Tim still, the one that I had mentioned earlier, okay. and we were writing, and he was kind of, you know, making all these single demos, but I wasn't playing any any originals out yet. Yeah. And uh, and that's when I, my, we, I moved into this house with a bunch of musician friends, and they were in a band. Their band broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, they added, they wanted me to, they were like, can we, do you want to sing? We'll start a new band. Yeah. And, um, that was it. We started a new band. It, it, there's a whole story on how it started, but long story short, we won this like battle of the bands at Mohegan sun mm. and in our first ever show. So it was four, like our first show was like, there pretty was eight good. bands. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. And it was like one for one, one break up. Yeah. I was like, over. I guess we're a band now. Like he, we were called beach Avenue. Cause my friend literally, we, <clears throat> we right, beach Avenue, right. right. We literally started the band, um, because of that battle of the bands thing. And he just like needed to put a name and we lived on the street. So we were super lazy. And we're like, okay, I guess we're beach Avenue. That's not the best. That's <laughs> come up and that's a good uh, name yeah and then um and uh so we we played together for four years wrote a lot of songs together put out two eps and like two singles on its own so i guess as a band we only released like 13 songs but we um but then we did the america's got talent thing okay and um and that was uh 2013 and i said i'll never do reality tv again (laughs) in my life and then now look at you now Nick. Eight, month, eight months later look I was, at you now i was dancing with you know ricky martin and the finale of <laughs> american idol i was like what the hell did i how did i get myself into this <laughs> that's not a joke either he was one of the performers at the finale and i was literally singing like living la vida loca like super uncomfortable it was he was that's actually incredible. a su- really nice guy but it was just so i was like this is such a I'm like, this is a mind, a it's mind like blown. Thing. You, you like, you're outside your body, looking at yourself. Yeah. Like, what is going on right, right now? I got to kick my butt. If I lost <laughs> this but um, it was uh, yeah, it was the whole, the whole. Like I said though, like I almost feel like sometimes I'm doing things in reverse because like my band, we didn't play out a lot. We would play like local gigs. We wouldn't travel. Okay. We never got in you a never bus. Tour, I never, never did, did that. that. We never did the like get in a van. Like <clears throat> all the guys in the band had right. in past bands. Right. And. I would have liked to have done it, but they were, we were, everybody was working and like, it was more of a like, so that's when we kind of really went heavy on the like YouTube stuff. And okay. we, that's where we gained a lot of followers. Okay. And, um, so then we go on America's Got Talent. Okay. And how, how did you guys we, do in we that? Went, so that was a weird thing where like we got somebody, we would put up these, like I said, these YouTube covers and you'd always get people messaging like, Hey, I work for this. Let's use your whatever. And like, let's use your song for this. And that's always BS usually, you know? And then this yeah. one time this guy's like, Hey, I'm a producer on America's got talent. We might want to like, would you guys be interested in auditioning? And we were like thinking they wanted us to like, wait in line. And like, yeah. So we were like, not really. Well, that's something that a lot of people don't know is that people, like artists will get called right it's not it's not always this it's not always the cattle call thing no right especially now it used to be more of that but now it's like for them it's like the voice for sure they're all like oh yeah i know successful musicians i know a bunch of people that got called like that they were already doing stuff right they they like had a career almost but they were trying to bring them to the yeah so we had gotten this email and then uh it ended up being legit and like a week later we flew out to to the Dolby theater and we played in front of like Howard Stern and Heidi Klum and Mel B and, and long story short, we got through 
cool so they gave us like we played an original song too which they were pissed about but they let it we like fought it and really yeah so we do that and then we go to the next round what the judges have to say about it they loved it too we got two we got the two girls gave us a standing ovation that's badass yeah and it was a it was a good song so yeah from there um we had to go then you go to new york for they called it like judgment week and that sucked and we ended up getting cut there and they like edited my like what i said they like changed up like things that i'd said and like that was the first time where i like saw what reality tv can do like yeah for instance we played this song and they didn't want the, the producers didn't want us to i think i could talk about this i know we had to sign a lot of non-disclosure <laughs> ideas long story short they, they didn't want us to play original music which i understand yeah you know what i mean they, yeah, yeah it's a tv show right i think we were a little too stubborn we should have like they let us do our one we should have been like all right we'll do covers now or whatever but we stuck to it. We were like no we're gonna yeah. do another original now so we did this other original and <clears throat> the, uh, I think it was Howard Stern was like, how did you think that went? And I was like, I was he, like, I think, he asked you that. Yeah. I was like, I think it went great. He's like, yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. And then the other guy goes, which song do you think was better of yours? The first one or the second one? And I was like, ah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I, I wrote them both. I like them both, you know, yeah, evenly. Yeah. Right. So then when I watch it back, they play this like creepy music and then we sounded good. Like I, they're playing this like thing and it's like, Howard Stern's like, how do you think you did? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. So they took the I don't know question. <laughs> oh my so I god! Like, and I was like, they I did, didn't say that. I did know. I said they it was did good. you dirty, man. They did me dirty. So then, so they cut me and or they cut us, and I was like super bummed. But what was cool about that was because they now this was all pre-taped. Mm. So by the time they end up giving us like this awesome like five minute episode of where we end up going through. And at that time, we're already released from all the contracts, and we put the song was out on iTunes. Right. So the song went to like number fifteen on iTunes for a few days, and like we made like some money, like yeah. legit, and like. And so it ended up being great for us as a band. Yeah. No, I think I think you were right to to stick to your guns and mm. and and do that. Yeah, I got. I can't take much credit for that. That was my. <clears throat> that was. I think it was our drummer, um, my buddy Zippy, and he was like no we can't he's like we gotta if we're on this stage you gotta play your own stuff you gotta play your own stuff and he was right I, but I, at the I time i thought he was wrong because right. i was like we're gonna get they're not gonna you know what i mean yeah. that could have been why they didn't want to keep us because we didn't we never got to the voting rounds that was the producers there was like 20 something acts of that's when the producers are still making the calls and they right. could have been like all right they're not gonna work they're not gonna roll with the punches here. they also could have said this song is good maybe they already have something here and yeah. let's keep pushing them forward so you yeah. never know i think i was the that's a good risk to take you yeah know, you're, you're, no, you're betting right you're betting on yourself you're betting on yourself you're yeah. right you're right and either way at least we got two songs were played on tv so that was cool so yeah i think it was about nine months after that is when i auditioned for idol which was put us into 2000 i think it would have still been 2014 would it have been 2015 yeah when i auditioned it was still 2014 because i auditioned in october someone tell you to audition for it or were you just like that's another funny story i'm gonna too. do this that was so i was dating a girl that was a singer cool and she was a singer in this um in this fucking singers man. cover band yeah two singers should never date <laughs> um and she was she's really talented i just girl. imagine you guys like in in the house or wherever just riffing yeah just one finger on the ear <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like oh check this out right we uh, yeah a lot of warming <laughs> that, up that going on it would be terrible <clears throat> i would not want to be a roommate with any of those people and we uh <laughs> we um so anyways the guy that got us on to that had originally reached out to get us on agt was posting on his like facebook or something like i'm now working for idol we're looking for girls like from whatever i don't know what the ages were or something right. so i was like oh 
get brownie points, try to get her an audition. So that's what I did. I reached out to him and I was like, hey, my girlfriend's a singer. I think she's got like a, she's got a good voice, big personality. I think she'd be like really good for the show. And so he was like, yeah, let's do a Skype interview with her and the producers. And then if they like that, then she can go right to the judges mm. basically. So we go to her parents' house and she's, we're on Skype and I'm playing the guitar for her cause she didn't want to do it acapella. Yeah. So I play the guitar, she sings, they seem to dig it. And then the guys in there with the producers like, Oh, let, let him sing too. He let Nick sing one. So then I sang a song and then we get an email the next day. Like we want you both to audition. And I was like, yeah, yeah. not auditioning. No, yeah. 0% chance. I said, and I even told my, my, my so, but was <clears throat> my mother, I told my mom and dad, I was like, showing me and my mom was like, you have to, you have to do it. How are you not going to do this? It's a, your last year. Cause I was 28 and that's the last year you could audition. So she's like, just do it. Just try it. What's the word? Like, why won't you at least just go to the, at least do the New York audition? Wait, 28 is the last year you can audition. Yeah. Wasn't I, like Taylor Hicks, like, like 56. That's what I thought he was not. He was 20. He was 28. <laughs> he just, the guy went gray early. early. Yeah. yeah. So I was actually, tw- he, I was, I'm the second oldest to him. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was wow. like only by like a couple months too, I think wow. in terms of when we won. But, um, wow. so my mom convinced me to do it and then. And that's a whole other thing. They ended up making us audition together, which I tried to fight to not do. But we had to go in the same spot, and she didn't get through, and I went through. And then you guys immediately broke up. Kind of, actually. Like, yeah, not I even can, a joke. Like, I, it was I like can't imagine. It was like a few yeah. months after, but like we didn't make it much longer. I can't that. imagine. I mean, that would be hard. That would be really it tough. It was hard. You know what was hard about it was like, so I was dating a girl, and she didn't get through, and I get through. So she's obviously not not that she wasn't happy for me, but I think it was just awkward. Right. Yeah. And then, and then my roommates, so jealousy, a little bitterness. Right. And then my best friends were in my band and yeah. they're mad at me now because now I just they're made this decision to basically, I think they were more just shocked and I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't even believe that I did it. And I'm like, well, yeah. it's not like the band's breaking up. I'm like, what am I going to do? Go. I'll probably be on the show for a couple of weeks. Maybe it'll help the band. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, what am I going to only for the good? I'm not even joking. I've had, we had discussion. I never forget. It was in our kitchen and they were like, they finally were, this was when I think I had made it through and I was going to Hollywood week and they were bummed. But they were, I was like, realistically, I'm going to be gone for what? A month, yeah. two months at most. Maybe it gets us, maybe it gets me a little bit of recognition and we come back and we just keep doing it. It's not going to be, you know, right. never thinking in a million years, I'd go through the whole thing. And it's amazing how like, even if you're, if, if you guys were like in your early thirties or, or whatever, that attitude probably would have been like, Oh my God, that's incredible. Like super right. supportive. But like when you're in your twenties, yeah, it, I mean, it's amazing what, what a, a couple of years can do as far sure. as your, oh, yeah. your, your mentality towards a hundred percent. And, <clears throat> and I think we had just started finally having a little bit of success as a band. Cause we were on the show and the mm-hmm. song, the last two songs did pretty well. And then like, right. I'm basically like R- putting up the rug, ripping out. the rug out right at a good time. So yeah, sometimes I think I'm like, I wonder if anything would have happened with the band if I didn't do that. And like, if we like progressively would have gotten a lot better, but you know, that's life. You make decisions and I still would have done it again. You right, know, looking yeah. back on it, I still would have done it. Um, yeah, you can't regret. And, and luckily, those guys, we ended up playing crazy shows after. You know, they were my band for a year or so after yeah. the show, and they got to do all those radio tours with me and play. And you guys just did. Up for, you guys did a reunion last year, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually awesome. We did a. Uh, it was it was harder than I thought though to go back and try to remember songs you hadn't played in five years. Oh, yeah. oh my it's god! Tough. I mean, we had. I was like, "What are we gonna need? Like two rehearsals?" Yeah, we needed a lot more than two rehearsals. But it was so much fun, and yeah. like the people were all into it, and it was it was a lot of fun. We released an old song that we had never um, that we recorded back in the day. So you're in Hollywood. You you're still not convinced that this is like gonna work out. Mm-hmm. How does the 
when does like the story i know like your dad was a big part of yeah. of your story mm-hmm. in the show like when did when did it start to get like real like i i'm starting to believe that i can actually win this thing. okay um well i remember we went out to hollywood week and they put you in a line and like they stopped me kind of quick and i was like all right well i'm getting cut that was that first of all how many times have you talked about this actually this much in detail never okay i'm not even joking i don't think i've really talked about all of this no okay um because i've never really done a podcast like just one-on-one so this is actually really cool so yeah i haven't talked much about it um in terms of like the breaking it all down i guess of it Um, i'm just trying to i'm just trying to gauge on how mad uh, (laughs) your fans will be to to listen to like we all know this no they'll they'll love this this is stuff that i haven't really talked about that's what we want because this part now for instance what i'm going to tell you now this wasn't aired so like i was you get there's a bunch of different rounds in hollywood week and the first way they get you all out is they they put you in a line of like i think there's like 200 people in the show at this point and they put you in a line i don't know maybe eight or something and and you keep going on stage and this is in front of the judges mm-hmm. in some theater and i did gavin DeGraw. i did a not over you by gavin DeGraw, and i must have played like a verse and then they were like all right and then you have to go back and you don't know so i remember i was texting my dad wait, wait, wait. you you play a verse and then they stop you yeah so some people went longer that some must people be went super shorter. jarring and you're like oh yeah, what, what I, does it mean i if, was like wow oh me? so i was for sure i was like well that, i guess that was horrible yeah and I, like, I, was like, I didn't even get to get to this part that was like where i'm showing off anything vocally you right. know what i mean so i was like so i'm texting my dad so my dad flew out my, oh. to la to watch this which i don't I still couldn't believe he did that and but it was awesome i was glad he was there but i'm texting my I'm dad not surprised yeah I know. <laughs> so i'm texting i'm texting my father from the back room and i'm like well that's that i'm like i'm like um and what's and um bob dylan was playing at the um at the dolby theater okay he was doing like an, some type of tours in 2015 and so I was like, we should get to like, we're already going to be here. Let's go. Like, I'm obviously cut. Like I was dead. I for sure thought I was going home. Yeah. And then, then they put me through. So I was like, oh, okay. And then yeah. we had to do, and then we had to do a group round. So this is when I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, so I'm what's dancing. The time, what's the time frame for your dance? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear Another dance story. <laughs> what's the time frame? Like, are you... So you do this audition, they stop you, you think you think you got cut. That's like a couple hours. Couple hours. Right. All right. So then when ne- when do you find out that you go on that same day? Yeah, yeah. so like a couple hours then you find out, all right, they've cut, I don't know, maybe they cut half, maybe it's at 100 now. I can't remember the exact number. Okay. You find that out pretty soon, a couple okay. hours. They oh, bring you oh, back on oh. and they edit it to look like you find out right on the spot, gotcha. but you don't. And actually mine they didn't even air it. So nobody knew. I just was oh. there by the okay. by the next round which was group round they show my group now and i'm in it so now you just know so sometimes they don't show everybody gotcha um or they don't show everybody's performance of course yeah. of that first one so then i do a group round and i'm with like two 15 year old guy like a, a 15 year old girl like a 20 year old girl and like a 21 year old guy yeah and they're like and we got it and you you do it through the night now so you you pick your you pick your group at night you sing literally you you rehearse all night i think we slept like an hour oh my god yeah it was crazy and then they have you sing in the morning like it was really like they call it like boot camp week it was yeah. like brutal that's, that's hard it's it was not fun you have to remember these words of a song you don't know oh wow and like so we and there's no help with that there's no, no teleprompter no no no, no 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 they want you i think they're like looking for a couple to gotcha you know a couple screw-ups here and there so yeah my group ends up going through all of us usually okay. they'll cut one or two we all get through that's awesome so then there's i don't know what it's down to now maybe 50 or something and then you do this is the first time you get to perform with the band so then i performed babylon david gray yep and then i got through so that got me out of hollywood week and then you go back home 
Okay. So now, because this is all pre-taped again, you can't tell anybody. You got to sign all these NDAs. Like you're not yep. going to tell anybody you're in it. Can't play. So now I'm holding up the band again because now I got through can't it. Play. Can't play. And now I think that was that was <clears throat> Halloween because then I actually did play one gig with Beach Avenue. It was like a private gig in Orlando that we had gotten. So I go there, come back home. Now you're there was another round in a couple a couple months after that or a month after that at the house of blues it was the last one of the last times the house of blues in la was was open yeah and we did like a showcase there and that got it down to 24 and i got through there send you home again then you're home now so that must have been in i think that was november and then you don't go then you're held up again for months not doing anything this is this is because they're editing they're putting yeah they're putting it already they're they're promoting it it's on tv like i was home when my first episode aired and i knew like from the one when i originally auditioned and i'm home knowing that i'm down to 24 people but you can't tell anybody my dad's breaking the nda thing left and right i'm walking i hadn't told anybody (laughs) i'm walking in like random restaurants and people like congratulations you're like heard you in the top 24 i'm like what like yeah your dad told, and then i'll tell him i never told anybody there's a, there's go, i'm like dad we're gonna get sued by fox because you can't keep your mouth shut about me it was hilarious my mother was like panicking she's like your dad can't control himself yeah he's out of control oh our dads are the same <laughs> oh it's so funny it's so, ridiculous how, he how was, the same there i dude not to go off on a tangent again but i screwed up so bad i wish i knew like everything i know now in terms of there should have been a doc if there was cameras following my dad around from the from the first audition till I won and they just followed him all his travels he's traveled every week to California working he wow. was a lunatic wow. and like the whole most hilarious story is from my that my parent my my sister and everybody telling me like he would have been it would have been hilarious. It would have been the greatest documentary of all yeah. time. Like following an American Idol family's, you know. That's incredible. Throughout the whole thing. Because they don't, it was nuts. A it New was, England family. Yes. The first. The, with the, a vowel, the, well, the vowel the for first, a last letter The first of your ever Italian, uh, you know, East Coast winners family. It, yeah. was, it would have been incredible. I'm so mad we didn't get that. Oh, my God. So, anyways, yeah. So, we're back home again. And then finally, it's February, I think. And then the, it finally goes live. And you're there from, I was there from February till I won, which was May. Damn. It's long. That's like a, I mean, that's it, but that's it. It's long, but it's a quick turnaround to completely change your life. Oh, that's for sure. (laughs) I mean, I went out there with like, I had no money, nothing. Yeah. And like, I was, I was scared actually, because like a lot of kids, like a lot of the people were younger and they're like, parents are support. You know what I mean? Like I had rent and like, I had a, I need to, I had you know, I needed to make, I wasn't, they don't pay you. So it's months where I couldn't work. Yeah. And it was like stressful. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, if I don't come in, if I don't finish at least in top 10 or something, this is going to be a total waste for me. Well, it's this little compartmentalized version of what it's actually like to, to be a musician. musician. Like, you know, you drop everything, quit your job and move to Nashville or quit your job and move to New York or whatever. That's a good point. And it takes years. That's a good point. Years. Mm -hmm. So you go down there, you essentially are doing the same thing just in a speedy, but in this like small thing. And you're like, shotgunned out the other end you're right. like, holy shit yeah it's true that's a good way to look at it yeah so i was a little freaked out and then finally they they end up paying you a little bit and uh, you get like the sag minimum or whatever for being on the show right which was like great which is great <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like in I, my glory i did a tv show one time and it, it, it was great money yeah no it yeah. is and so i finally so that was i think when there was like 10 people left and then yeah you get paid a little bit for doing the recordings and so then i was like thought i was rich because i had like i made like two you know two thousand dollars in a week or so yeah, i was like yeah, oh my yeah. god 
this and, is incredible. Uh, this is incredible. But um, yeah, it was the whole experience. Honestly, though, I loved that that experience. I had a lot of fun without the whole thing. There was a lot of stress, of course, but like it was mostly fun. Yeah. And the, who were the judges again? Remind me. J Lo. J Lo. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. J Lo. Uh, my my wife. Your wife. <laughs> obsessed. Uh, she, Absolutely obsessed. I, I thought she you were like, calling J Lo your wife. Your wife is obsessed with J Lo. Yeah, we gotcha. live in this apartment. <laughs> keeping me on the DL. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my wife loves JLo and, uh, she is obsessed with, so you think you can dance? Uh, no, it's called something different. Is Hers it? is a different one. There's so, I could be totally wrong. I'm probably wrong. No, I'm pretty sure it's so I think. It's you so can, you think you can dance. I know so you think you can dance. I thought she had a different dance show. Someone is screaming at their radio. Yeah, the actual like, name. The actual name. Neither right of us are right. Neither yeah, of yeah. us know it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm watching whatever that dancing okay. show is. <laughs> It's Whatever incredible. Day, right, yeah, right. And I can't, like, I have a hard time watching. I don't like, I don't like watching a singer on one of these shows that is blatantly terrible mm-hmm. and they're like a little bit del- delusional. Yeah. It's hard. It's really, awkward. it's really hard to watch because it's, it's, I turn off things. I can't, well, I get so uncomfortable for people and I yeah, just have to turn off TV. because it, because it's like, I don't want to laugh. I'm, I'm not laughing at this person, but I know other people are laughing at right. them. I mean, I'm lying. I've fucking laughed at, at plenty of them, but, um, <laughs> But it's that same thing. It's like the the delusional parent that keeps keeps excelling this and, and right. whatever. I don't know. I, I, people should follow their dreams, whatever they are. But mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm not into into people getting laughed at on national television. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you didn't start I talking think about Idol, Idol stopped doing that as much. I don't know if like, that's good. They yeah. stopped. Like, they really cut out a lot of that. Because that would be like the first couple weeks. Remember, it would be like yeah. the funny like Well, people. like William Hung. William Hung. I met William Hung. Did you? I met all at the uh, Idol finale yeah. the year after mine. They like brought literally every... I was in a dressing room. There was like all past winter. It's like me, Daughtry, like all these people. And then there's the pants on the ground guy. Oh, yeah. And William Hung. All in the same room. That's like incredible. we're like we were in the same dressing room like they were treated like the exact same as yeah. we were it was hilarious yeah and and i'm like oh you shouldn't laugh at them and then right. they're probably laughing all the way to the fucking bank yeah william hung definitely sold more records than i did yeah. <laughs> like, that's 100 percent fact go look how many albums Rick, Rick, william hung sold because it'll he, blow your friggin mind you have to have that right album yeah. you know you can't you can't it, let that, that one i think go he by. sold like hundreds of thousands of records william dude. hung is a once in a lifetime talent a hundred percent he was on howard stern he was like a he was like a celebrity for like we're taught i mean everybody knows remembers that it lasted for a lot longer than yeah. than most he of those things friggin album. The whole album. Uh, it, it was ricky martin he did the ricky martin yeah she bangs she bangs she bangs she bangs yeah. i'm just watching him in my head right now and it's incredible. oh my god it's great but yeah so he was there and the pants on the ground guy was there and it was like pretty looking pretty like hilarious a fool. looking like a fool um all right so you I don't know. I, somehow I, I'm bringing you all over the place. We're no, th- you're not. You're, you're not. We're we're still in American Idol land. That's true. I guess we're just in that bubble. Um, so you go. It's it's so crazy because it's it's something that like you and however many people only know about. But yeah. it, it's like so you you win the thing. Mm-hmm. What was like the finale? What was the moment like when you actually? This is probably a, t- a total run of the mill question. Yeah. But what was the moment like when when it happened? I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't yeah, ask. Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I mean, because that's when you're now it's two people left, and like the finale was like a lot did of you fun. Th- actually. Did you think you were gonna win? 
but at that point i did yeah who, i thought i did better i thought and i think he he's incredible and i who think who are he, you up against uh clark beckham okay he actually just signed with quincy jones as a, a management company so he's like with oh, quincy like he he's one this of those kid guys is, yeah he's very like quincy's taken over some really great talent lately. yeah yeah he's doing a lot of like it's a lot of jazzy's type stuff okay like, you know what i mean but um his is kind of like more soulful r&b i guess but yeah he's this kid's incredible so i think he for sure like if you're going on like um you know who won that se- like if you go like if it's like a full season like yeah like if you're looking at like a sports way like his record was way better than mine okay okay but yeah. i think he had a couple of not his best performances like in the last two or three weeks like tough I, like tough song choices or yeah, just like mistakes song choices not mistakes but just like not he had he crushed there were couple couple episodes i mean a couple of performances where he absolutely destroyed like he brought the whole place down and like yeah. people were talking I mean, it was great like yeah. he was doing really incredible stuff was and that just, was that frustrating when something like that would happen no no because i had i had accepted i had thought he was gonna win i always thought i was gonna come in third place when there was about 10 i was like i think i'm gonna come in third i thought this girl Jax was gonna come in second okay. and i thought i was gonna come in third and i thought he was gonna come in first okay so i was like cool with it i was just like whatever i'll be on the tour like it'll be fun like, yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna have fun with it it was about 10 people after i was like <clears throat> screw it. i'm not gonna take that's this. a lot of confidence that to go into the like with 10 people being like oh i'll be top three i had a feeling i was going to be gotcha and then um at that point and then never thinking i would win though and then uh yeah i just think he had a couple he had like a run-in with like he got into a disagreement with like uh, the the guy that was going to be the person that signs us like the record label gotcha. guy that was like the mentor okay and they aired it and i think it, oh shit. that p- probably played a little role into it as well as like i said not his great they were still good still great performances just not as good as they were before and sometimes when somebody's a big front runner like that like it's happened with a bunch of people their people stop voting they oh. think it's over i think i that's think right. that i think that might happen and i so happen that's to. Got- that's like when that's uh well with what do they call it it's something it's some syndrome it's like when like, you see a car crash mm-hmm. no one goes towards it because you think someone else is going to help right 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 oh, that, what do they call uh, i don't know i'm gonna have this gonna drive me crazy later but somebody else is screaming at the thing again saying it's this yeah it's this <laughs> you stupid fuck <laughs> Um, I could see the not knowing the dancing show name, but yeah, these guys are idiots. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I think that might have played a role. And I just also think that I had my, I just kind of hung around. I was like one of those teams that hung around and hung around and got hot at the end. Like that's right. what I said that on the show. I was like, I'm like the Giants. And I know you're not going to like, you're a Patriot fan, right? Of course. Yeah. So I'm a giant fan. Yeah. So I made the uh, comparison. Southern Connecticut guys. Right, I get right, yeah. Yankees. So I made, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Yankees, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I made the comparison. I was like, I'm like the, the Giants. Like we came in, we just snuck in the playoffs, but you get hot at the right time. You never know what could happen. And that's kind of what I think happened. I had my best performances towards the end and yeah. caught a lot of steam and people. And then I think I won the finale. I think was I, anyone, was anyone like you said that you thought um, you had a good feeling that was going to happen was anyone like in your ear like like a producer or anything nope. saying no they don't it, tell was, you. Not, it was nothing no, they, like that i'll be honest there's like i, th- I mean I, I wouldn't care i'd say anything at this point like i'm kind of an open book when it comes to what what goes on with the shows but they're by the books there like there's no yeah. like it's the votes like i think they could you know maybe one person ended a lot of shows and they call that like the good spot like if you end the night you might get more votes like okay maybe they can do that and the judges could say stuff that maybe will make a voter yeah. go one way or the other but it's by the votes like i like that 100 yeah. percent chance i mean they yeah. can't it would be they'd get caught and i've i had talked to a bunch of people that work for the show and it's it's legit i mean you yeah. gotta so 
it's um i don't even know what the hell i was saying um yeah i i didn't know i was gonna win no not yeah. at all until well there was one time so when i walked up they brought me and clark up to like we were it was crazy because the day went night went by so fast like it was like a two-hour finale and i was like wait this is it because mm-hmm. like, we were like the pressure was off at that point like we didn't have to perform for <laughs> votes the votes were already in the last night is like you performed with i think that was ricky martin yeah that was like michael mcdonald was performing like it was really cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good michael mcdonald that's yeah, okay it's not bad i've been working on it for yeah <laughs> couple, worse. two yeah. three two three years two three twenty years <laughs> So like it was really cool. The finale was really fun. I performed with Andy Grammer and um, I performed with Fall Out Boy. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then like all of a sudden they're like, "All right, this is it." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "This is it." Yeah. And so I walk up and I know that like, and I always would watch like other people win. Like I I like I thought it was cool. Like once I was on, I like watched Philip Phillips win, and I'd watch like all like the way you see. And it always seems like they're never ready. Like they can't sing the song. Like they're always right. like emotional or like it just sounds horrible because right. well, you're there's confetti falling. You're crying. You're seeing your family. Like you can't sing at right. that point. Like it's all celebratory. Right. So I was like, if I win, I'm gonna sing. Like I'm gonna sing this. Like I yeah. want to sing it well. I'm gonna be stone cold. Yeah. Like I was gonna be victorious. Like I would, and I remember thinking, but then I was also thinking like I'm probably who knows if I'm yeah. actually gonna win. But then I go out and I'm looking at the band and I see my sheet music. This is before they announced it. I saw a beautiful oh, cool. life. So I'm like, but then in my head, so I'm like, wait, did I win? And I'm like, don't want, but I didn't want to know if I won or not. Yeah, you're I was like, like, forget, almost forget everything you saw. Yeah, I was like, but then in my head, I quickly was like, well, where they have to have hit, there was, it looked, you could tell there was sheet meat. So his could have yeah. been right behind there and whenever, whoever, yes. whoever they pick, they right. just move it. So I was like, all right, that doesn't mean you won. Right. But there was a brief moment where I was but like, well, did. if I saw Clark's song there, I would have been super bummed. You know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> so, yeah. but in my you head, definitely wouldn't have the thought, oh, well maybe it's right behind right, that no, one. I'd been like, it's over, <laughs> it's, it's over. over. I'm going to go out. I'm not even going to walk out. <laughs> I'm ruining this moment for the show. They don't want me. I'm ruining it. I'm ruining, I'm the, ruining whole the whole show. But six months gone. So then I go out there and, and I hear him and it was, it didn't feel as long you know like you'd think it's like it's gonna be like he does that long ryan secrets is a like long break or right whatever. but he kind of he kind of didn't go crazy long and it, i heard him say nick and uh and I, the place was going nuts and i i kind of like bent over a little bit like in like like it's over yeah and then i was like all right you got to sing and they start playing the song and then now i know why they sucked they didn't have my in-ears on like they stopped oh. running sound but the song's going, so I could just hear it through the. So through the, the whole final song, yes, I was not had no ear. There just no sound was coming out of my ears. They were on. They didn't run the the track, the band, nothing. So I'm just hearing it. So I'm like trying to sing along. So you pop them out. You're like, oh yeah, I'm. I had. <clears throat> I think I might have had one out, but I was just listening to the room. But I was okay, I guess. But then I just was like, screw this. I stopped in the middle of it and like hugged yeah. my family and just yeah. let it, let the background singers sing the That's chorus. That's the move. That's the yeah, move. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is it. And yeah, it's like, oh, it I've, was, done, I've done enough singing. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm like, this is it. You're over. You did it. Yeah. And it was the best. Definitely that moment was the best moment of my life. It was insane. Like whatever happened after before that moment right there is something I'll never forget. Did it you have time incredible. to enjoy it or were they, were they straight to the, uh, the paperwork pretty, the, pretty quick? Oh, after? You're, well, no, I, you kind of already had signed over your life at that point because <laughs> you can't go on unless you sign well, a deal. Now. Yeah. I'm out of it now. Yeah. But I mean like you sign like some stuff and it wasn't that bad. I'm being exaggerating, but like, well, there's, do- I feel like there's a lot of misconception and we talked a little bit about this before, but there was a, there's a lot of misconception or there's just rumors people don't know people don't know people don't know direct the, the, the deal you get is not a bad deal now they oh, fixed sure it not. up a lot it's better than the it's, deal i'm getting it's, tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> it's actually too good of a deal 
That's the problem. Okay. Oh, That's because, the problem because it's hard to with live the up last, to it. With the last five of us or something. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big record deal for somebody that is not a bona fide star yet. Just because right. you won the show, I don't think it automatically made you a star. Okay. And if, if Beautiful Life had been a bigger hit, then you're like, for instance, Philip Phillips, that song Home was his beautiful that was like his beautiful life right song was massive massive right away you're you're a name now Mm -hmm. not be just because of idol it was because of that song went mainstream it went big and it was that song in particular came out when, when that music was when perfect that music Mumford, was, it was, it was a perfect sound yeah right. exactly that's, were right at, yeah that's exactly where was i was perfect. going with it and i think mine was like a year or two off in terms of the genre in terms of you know yeah. for pop it, it still did pretty well and i still like that song but, um, yeah it's an awesome song but um but yeah so the deal is actually for the artist i think is actually a good deal it's just not a longevity deal right like you're not gonna it's gonna be hard for them to be like all right yeah let's do the second record now yeah because they have to do the one right that's why it's they say everybody's like i always everybody thinks you're like a millionaire or something like you win, you don't win a million dollars with idol you yeah. win a million dollar recording contract okay but that doesn't mean it's like a, it's like a, it's not a guarantee yeah you'd have to get through a bunch of albums to get that so right, i just because w- you still got to pay from the making of the record but yeah you got to make but you got to they got to make back their money right and so i just think it was just a big deal like i would have taken like much less and just been like let's just i don't know i don't know i would like let's take let's take less and build a relationship and yeah and, and like and make build something and yeah and it was just like a rush like you have to do a rush job like they should i, I don't know there's so many there's, how long were you in the studio making that record after oh man that was a whole crazy process because you want to you want to i mean they put a pre-order up of my record okay so people were able to pre-order it like right after I won, which got me some some sales. Yeah, but like, were you seeing a a, a decent percentage of that, or um, um, or was I don't that, even remember? Was that I weighed mean, against the record deal? Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I actually <clears throat> not that it matters. I made some stuff off the pre-order because it was like a. Um, it also involved like merch and stuff like that, oh, so okay. I did make yeah. So, um, but. Uh, but the, either way, the process of actually making the thing, like, did they give you a producer? Right. So, so again, this was me being, this is me being, I wish I had known more mm-hmm. or I was more uh, savvy. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. I guess you get a little bit like I'm much more comfortable in my own skin now than I was then. And like, but in like, I was almost a little delusional. Like I was like, all right, like you, I'm the best singer in the country. No, I knew. Yeah, right. I am. <laughs> I'm Nick Fratiani. I am the greatest singer no. in the country in American Idol it's, history. I am your American Idol. Sorry. I am going to be bigger than <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Well, yeah, you do. You do for a minute. Your brain, like you, like, and I'm a pretty humble guy, and I usually shit on myself more than uh, compliment myself. Yeah. But I think at the time they had, I put out Beautiful Life, and then. At the time, they somebody the record label started kind of insinuating that I should maybe really go more pop rather than hot AC. Okay, and I should have known without a doubt in my mind that that's wrong. There was literal names being like told, like we want you to be like this guy, this guy, this guy, and I should have without a doubt been like, well, that's literally no. impossible for me. That's yeah. not me. And instead, I was like, yeah, you think like. 
you think I could do that? Right. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Like, I could sound like those guys. Yeah. It's like, these guys are telling me they have to be right. And and they were all big, big names that are telling me to do this. And yeah. that are, that are, you know, so now I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, maybe like, you know, I could do like, you know, one of the guys that they would always say was Nick Jonas. Oh, okay. I'm 30. I was 30. Yeah. I'm like, how am I going to, like, what are they, you know, but in my head, I'm like, yeah. And my name is Nick. Right. You know, There's but, already a Nick. But I mean, that was the music they were going after. So I'm like, all right. And I like pop music. I could do that stuff. Yeah. Like I can get in a studio and sound like Timberlake if I want to. I can do that with my voice, but that's not my natural voice. I can't pull it off great in live settings. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm more of a musician of like the, the singers of like what I'm doing right now. Like that's what I should have been. I just wasn't, I should have listened to myself more. I listened to other people. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because of the whirlwind from the show your your brain is just in a crazy spot so that's my one regret Should i wish ask I, your buddy that isn't a musician and i think i did i think i did tell him send him some of the songs and everybody was a little blinded then though like sure. everybody's like i never had a record label like i'm you going did it, to you made it i'm dealing with the person that you know i'm dealing with the guy that founded taylor swift and i'm dealing with yeah. the i'm and i'm doing dealing with three record labels i'm dealing with big machine i'm dealing with universal republic and i'm dealing with 19 entertainment so i'm getting all these different people talk telling me what i should be doing yeah. and i just wish I was like, because I, now I know I could have just been like, no, not doing that. And they would have had, they would have had to listen yeah. because what are they going to, they had to put out Ball something for me court. and that slowed down the process too, because I put out beautiful life and I, we started writing in that genre, which was more comfortable for me. Yeah. So I had already started the record that way. And then now it's like, nope, back to square Flips. one, we're doing Nick Jonas. So then I'm writing all these different songs. That's why the album almost feels that first album. It's like a half and half record. Like yeah. I really like like six. I'm not going to go into which songs, are which, cause I don't want people. Some people like the songs. It's, it's funny because when I, when I first listened to it, when I did, when I did uh, the gigs with you, mm-hmm. I felt the same way. Yeah, it felt I was like, like, there's one thing here and there's another thing here. Yeah. It's like, and, and I, it's, it's, it's cool to hear you explain. Yeah. It. Yeah. And, and you know, but even I've talked, I, I try not to look back anymore about that stuff because it played out the way it played out for a reason. And, and I, now knowing that it's easy for me to say that now, like I should have done this, but when you're here first record record deal and you just want a national television show and you've got these people that you've heard of, like that have made stars and not, I'm not just talking, I'm not talking about Scott cause Scott was amazing with me and he, it was just everybody, like all these different radio guys and everybody telling me what's a hit and what's not. And like, you just get lost in the shuffle. I think I just got confused and I was dealing with, that's another thing that was weird for me is I like to write with like the same people. Right. I was writing with a different person every day that I never met. Right. So then I felt like a lot of the songs, like I didn't get my voice across. Like I didn't get, I felt like, and like in my, all my, this other person is coming as like, Oh, I'm writing with the American idol dude. Right. I I need to bring my thing to the table. Yeah. And I would, and I would, and I was a good writer, but I was taking back seats because I'm like, Oh, well this person wrote this song and Oh my God, they have, they have all these number ones and like, I got it. But I think I lost it. Sometimes you didn't hear my voice in it. Right. Because they weren't my melodies. And some of them, I think some of the ones that I had more of a input on are the ones that I really like. And I'm not just saying that because I'm better or worse than that. I'm just saying that's me. So you just, you just feel yourself more in those songs. Um, so yeah, that was what was crazy because I know I'm going off, but like, and you had said, like, did you work with one producer? That's another thing I wish I had done. I wish I wrote 
I wish I just said like, Hey, I want this guy. Cause they would have done that, but I didn't yeah. know. They, I don't know. I looking back on it, that would have been the first thing I would have done. Like find the most badass producer that I want with the type of music I want to make. And you know, maybe you could work with some different writers, but have a one cohesive sound. Yeah. I think that would have helped me. Um, cause now I feel like I've been the last few years. I've been just really trying to, to get myself back to like, all right, this is the music I want you guys to hear, like the newer stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're going and to that's this, been all with one producer. Right. So And you're going to this big thing where it's like, okay, I'm talking to these people. I'm intimidated. These people have got to be right. Right. So you that's, have a hard you have a hard time speaking up. Mm -hmm. And this is not I'm not talking I'm talking in, in general with anything. Right. If you go to this thing and but people forget that things aren't these mechanical things that's like, okay, these are the ones, these are the people that make the stuff and it's all good they're always right yeah they're not always right do you know how you just know, you know how much shit that they've made that it sucks right <laughs> that sucks like terribly right you, you just know. know about the ones that worked really you just well. know all the good stuff right you're 100 so, right you're 100 right you just have to be you just have to so now go you know, through the motions if i ever find myself in that now i just always know that you know you know yourself better than anybody else knows you right and just because you know someone yeah they, just because someone's had a lot of success it doesn't mean that they know you better than you do because they right. don't you you know i had gut feelings about certain stuff that i should have listened to yeah you know? well it sounds like it sounds like it was an incredible learning it process. was a uh, hundred percent was and that's yeah. why I don't, i'm not i'm not upset about any, anything no. because i you know there's a lot of songs on there that i do like and there's the whole experience i liked it was just it was a hard situation. It was just, it is, there's no way around it. There's, it's just a, it's not a normal way of making a record. Yeah. Um, it's, it is, it is the, it's the beast of the, of the show and you gotta, you just gotta roll with it. And you know, different, different decisions made could have had things work out differently, but I'm happy where I'm at and I, I'm sure something else wacky will happen musically at some point and i just yeah. got to be prepared for it yeah yeah it sounds like you're a lot more prepared for it now mm -hmm. um what so what's the what's the process now with you going out and playing your shows and and you know you've, you've been using the alternate routes as your backing band like what's what's kind of your your game plan at, at the moment oh, you know, man. you're releasing empire <laughs> i know that's I'm like, just kidding. that's funny no i i, I remember uh, asking my buddy eric um uh I was I was playing some gigs with with Eric Hutchinson and oh, yeah. he's, he's awesome. Yeah, and I remember just having a conversation with him like, "So uh so what's next? What are you doing next?" He's like, "I don't know." Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like that's like everybody asks me that, especially yeah. I mean, that's another tough thing about being It's kind of like you thinking that these producers know everything. It's right. like, "No, yeah, no I don't one know day at a time." Yeah, waiting for the next thing. And that's they right. always come. It's yeah. weird. Like I find myself like last year I'd be panicky all the time about, you know, how much money you're going to make this year whatever yeah and i don't think it's going to happen and then all of a sudden the, the right gigs fall at the right time and you ended up having a good year like it's yeah. just a weird way of living though but you're not yeah, exactly but you're not a guy that's sitting on the couch playing video games all day long. no 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 yeah, you're out you're out there you, you but know, i've learned to i've learned to be smart with my time now as mm -hmm. as a musician mm -hmm. like i i had you a tough to. time with like i had a tough time with like getting used to that but like you know i try to set a very regimented like a a regimen every day to like know what I'm you know gonna do with my writing or with my exercise my eating everything yeah. like I try to like not let just because you don't have a normal nine to five like I try to stay focused right. on it I've done that a lot more recently you're gonna have to give me that eating exercise plan oh man that's all that was all from the Joe Rogan thing man, Inter oh, man. intermittent fasting that's what you do yeah intermittent fasting I didn't like that well you, well, you just saw me eat that's that, the only thing that's you'll the eat first today thing I, no it's the first thing I ate today 
Okay. So I do keto and I do intermittent fasting. And I've done it for two months and I've lost 27 pounds. What? I swear to you. Yeah. Since 27 I've, pounds? Since you saw me, I've lost 20. I've almost more than that. Yeah. I'm one step. Holy yeah. shit. It's crazy. What did you weigh before? One. I mean, you were you were like maybe it's a little less than that. I weighed one ninety. I wouldn't say that. And I'm one sixty. I'm right now. I'm like wait, it'll, it'll change, but I'm like one sixty five. Oh my god, which is crazy. It's a little too thin right now, but I just they look great. But I feel good. Like I like like yeah. I had like stomach problems. Like, I just like to like I just like you're not as hungry. It sucks for like the first week, but like once you get used to it, the intermittent fasting is where you should start. Okay. Try to start doing that. The, cutting out all carbs and all that, that could be tough for a little bit. But like the inter- inter- intermittent fasting is like super possible. Like you just, you start with 16, start with a 16 and eight. So you, what does that mean? So you, you fast for 16 hours and you eat for eight, but you're sleeping too. So sleeping counts as a, in a, sleeping in a fasting in, in that state. 16. Yeah. So basically oh, fuck. it's not that, no, it sounds I'm gonna brutal. Do it I'm though. telling you, I do it without even thinking now. Really? I'm never hungry in the morning ever, ever, ever. And I'm, and there's a whole thing. Like my brain is sharper now. Like I know because your brain, you kind of go into like a survival mode when you haven't eaten for a certain amount. Your body doesn't well, need a, all the food that we're giving it constantly. That's the thing. I thought when you don't eat, your body goes into survival mode and then it stores. No, no, that's, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's what fat people. <laughs> no i mean listen. that's what fat people say so they have an excuse to, to eat. eat well and listen, i can I've say heard, that because i'm overweight listen all i know is i don't know everything perfectly about it but i worked out the i work out a lot and i was working out the exact same way and as soon as i did intermittent fasting i just lost a lot of weight so i don't know it, it definitely worked it, and i and it's like good like it's not like I don't know. It, it worked for me. But that's why I don't like to be like, you, everybody should do it. It, it worked for me. Some yeah. people hate it and it doesn't work. Like, or they yeah. just can't do it. Like, for me, it just I feel like it works for more worked. people than it, than it doesn't. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that has worked out. That's worked out for me. But anyways. I'm going to try it. Yeah, it's, it's, made a, it it's made a world of difference, like, on my stomach. Like, I'm not just, like, losing weight. Like, I just feel, literally feel, feel better. better. I feel like, like, yeah, I just feel more energized. Yeah. Like, my sleep, I, like, pass out now and like good sleep but not as long okay and i feel and i never like want to take a nap or like you get into like and i'm like deep. this is this is odd for me believe me like i eat like i love to eat but like yeah. i never would feel that great the last couple of years like i started feeling like really shitty all the time did you eat and i like, had no energy like compared to, i just used to say i was like oh my metabolism slowed down i'm in my 30s but right. i think it was just maybe that's true but now i just know that if i eat this way and i do this like i feel like younger and i feel like i have all this crazy energy it's wild okay well that's good the one thing that sucks is you know i love beer yeah. after hanging with me for you know and i you don't drink light, light i don't beer. Drink, no no beer you drink no beer. I haven't drank a beer. Do you switch? I want to switch to yeah, something. I mean, and I don't. Li- I mean, I drink like vo- like vodka soda every once in a while. It's a nightmare. I try to so do that. that. I don't like. I that try to do that too. Yeah. I might blow it in the summer. Like when it's nice out. Like I'm gonna go to Florida for a week tomorrow to play for the Rock by the Sea. I ha- I'm gonna be drinking. Beers, yeah, but right? like, but like, you know, Tito soda is fine. Or, yeah, it does the trick. Yeah, it's okay. It does the trick. I yeah, I tried to switch. I don't really love. I don't know. I, I don't care. Whatever is in front of me, I just have that, like, I have FOMO. Right. Especially, like, you've been so crazy busy. Like, it's hard to keep. 
like I've been so good, right? Yeah. Like I've said, I lost. This is two months. I haven't been really on the road a lot. Yeah. So like, I at the end see, of the week of being on the road, you're like, oh, I had three beers every night. Yeah, like easy. That is no nope, question. That's, that's, that's a, no problem. No, has to, almost is a guarantee. And then and then the eating is just hard. And then you know, so that yeah. so I'm I'm talking. I I'd love to if I come back here after I did a tour and I stuck to it, then I'll be like, all right, I'm I'm in it. Like I'm in it to do this now. This is a right. lifestyle change because right. I've had it easy because. I haven't been like totally on the road during this time. So yeah. but the times I was like, I was in Arizona last week for a gig and I didn't blow it. And then, but we'll see how Florida goes, but for be tough, especially yeah. being, you know, know, with a lot of friends. Yeah. And, friends on the beach. Nice weather playing music, yeah. playing music. Um, I don't know how we got into this again. Well, how do we get here? I don't know. It'd be impressive. If I you like can remember how we got to them. <laughs> I have no idea. How long have we done this for? I'm, this is it. Like, I love like when I'm like Rogan's podcast where they're like, we've been here for three and, a, and you don't we even realize three it. three hours? That's wild. Well, I th- we've done like, I don't know, I think an hour and hour and a half, maybe. It's pretty solid. Hour and 10. Um, I got to do that. I'm going to do it for, for the next long tour that we have because I really felt like not great yeah. <laughs> the entire time i was like i am just not in try for this. don't try doing it on tour though try doing it no before. I, no, no no yeah like, try try doing like i said even the, and there's an app called um that i use that's really helpful called uh what's it called I zero zero okay. and it's just super easy like you just fasting made simple so you just like obviously i haven't used it because it says i've been fasting for 428 hours so obviously i didn't end this fast um but <laughs> i am uh, but i haven't away. used it in a while but um it, it to, i used it when i was like first starting and um so basically just like you start and end your fast and it gives you like a, hey you could eat in like whatever now it's just like yeah. a cool way to like you just see it and you're like all right it's time to eat um but i would start like 16 and 8 okay That's what I do. i'll remember that yeah. um where are you like what what is oh, your, I know. I, I know what we were talking about. What were we talking? You about? said, "What are you up to now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was going. Like, what is what's your ideal like touring situation right now? Are you trying? Uh, my to, ideal tour situation would be if I'm going out of my. Or, yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm, taking, my, I'm taking. <laughs> if I needed, if I am doing something with just me and like somebody opening for me, I would probably go out kind of acoustic. Yeah. Um. You know, because that's just the amount of the type of rooms that I'll be capable of probably playing yeah um, are you trying to only do headlining things or are you trying to are no you, uh, so like what i was going to say the, the the what i really would love is to just get a, a real solid opening um Dude, you should open opening for us, slot. yeah i know yeah, we should do a couple of shows i think jordan i think my because they're on madison house right you have jordan yeah yeah he's already he's your he's your guy right yeah um so yeah i mean i think he I gotta actually get jordan on here yeah he'd be great to i gotta figure out him. how to how to crack he'll that talk, nut, he'll, man. Talk, he'll talk we'll for see it. yeah yeah i don't know you know i, I, I don't I, think we know each other well enough but sometimes it doesn't it doesn't matter sometimes yeah. i think he had mentioned going. i think he had mentioned something about trying to do some show everybody doing some shows together so that could be cool um but yeah i'm looking like i just did an i did a show with matt nathanson and i was like i just need to get on a, something like this where i could just play my songs on you know and, and get it to some new reach to reach some new people yeah um so yeah that would be the ideal thing right now i'd like to to, to hop on like a really great tour that um and but i and then you know still do my one-off shows because my jordan does great with getting me a lot of like great corporate work and mm-hmm. they're not the most uh pleasurable shows but they, right. they pay good yeah and uh, totally. private gig stuff like that well so. speaking of we might as well get into this now yeah atlantic city yes dum, dum, dum. <laughs> yeah so this is was the, that a, was that jordan do we have jordan to thank for that yeah jordan would he, well jordan warned me about it. he's like it's gonna be bad he's like but here's what they're willing to pay and i said well let's do it and yeah. then 
and then I, it was still more ridiculous than and then I they, thought. And it was they gave you the wrong well, they check. were super nice. Like I thought, all the people that worked there, or like like the, the people nice. that like booked me, they were all awesome. And like they tried to be, but it was just like first week this this casino had opened, and then you know, I they didn't yeah. do any promotion for it, and I didn't want to promote it myself really because I don't want people to be like Nick's playing at a at a, a hotel like <laughs> lobby. Like it was basically like a lobby show. Yeah, and like lobby. we'd be playing for like hours. That was my first time in Atlantic City. So just to <laughs> just to fill fill people in, it's Nick played at the at the should we say no let's not say where not it say was, it. No. played at a, a a hotel and casino in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And um this place had just opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say who is formerly owned owned by. Right. Yeah. So you know it's a shit show. <laughs> um, so the play. <laughs> we won't go, we won't do that. Yeah. Um, whole other podcast. It's a whole other podcast. Yeah. We played at this. We played at this hotel and casino, and this place was just opening. Was it a soft opening or was it the grand it was, opening? We did. I. We did the soft opening first. Remember, we did didn't both. we come back? Yeah, we, did. we left we did and then twice. came back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did this. We did the casino, and it was it was just a complete shit show. This yeah. place did not know what was going on. We didn't know where the gear was. the ho- <laughs> The hotel, the hotel that we stayed in, smelled so bad. Oh, that's right. Because they didn't put us in the casino. No, we were in like in the hotel. So like, we had to walk to like six miles. <laughs> In a building, in one building, in one building, it was a huge that's building. Right. That's right, man. Yeah. Do you try to after that experience? That was soul crushing. That was hard. Yeah, that was tough for me. But that was really you know, hard. I I made a decision to do it, and looking back on it, I don't I probably wouldn't do it again. But it was you know, I actually there was I a bet couple you would days do it by yourself again if it came up and the money was right. Yeah, sure. if the money was right, I mean, I would have liked it if it wasn't so like. It was just more embarrassing, I think. Like, I don't want to play shows where I'm like, this is a bad... I don't think it was just embarrassing. No, it was a bad look. It's not a look that I'm trying to be doing. But the money was was great. And, like, I actually enjoyed some of the times. Like, I enjoyed the music. Like, when you and Nick were singing, you guys... We we had never sung before. And, like, those harmonies were incredible. Like, the two of you singing with me, the blend was, like, incredible. So, I actually had a lot of fun at some some of those nights. But, again, I also wasn't used to singing like that. That was, like, going in reverse for me. Like, now I'm playing... We played at cover gigs, really. We played a lot of originals but played a shit ton of covers yeah and like so yeah that was that was your we need to get we need to play some gigs that are a little more fulfilling we gotta we gotta we gotta erase that yeah erase that from the memory i agree yeah but that was fun it it was it was still fun it was cool to get to to know you and and nick and 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 do the whole thing and i i you know i'd definitely do it again that was wild i forgot you drove home remember we drove home we got home at like six a.m. That's and then you, right. And I was like, "Are you gonna like? Do you want to like pass it out on the couch?" Like, nope. I'm driving straight to Boston. That's when I was like, "You're an insane person." That's when you realize that and I you played that, I was that a, night. I did play that night. That's right. Yeah, I remember. I was like, because I went. To I didn't be- sleep at all. No, I know. Because I went to bed. I woke up that day. Like we got in at like six at my house, and I think I went. To, I woke up the next day. Or I woke up at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, yeah. "How is he even yeah. functioning?" And I He's couldn't believe crazy. he had to sing a song. Oh, wait, I mean, sing, play a show. I had to play a show though. Wait, you did. I did. You a, played in Springfield. I played in Springfield. That's right. And I was. Yeah. I had to go to the doctor at two o'clock to get prednisone because I could not talk. That's right. And I was. And I still stunk. Like it was a tough show to get through. Full band. The sound sucked. Man. It was like a week of like a tough. I wish like, I sounded like you and I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, your voice is incredible. Uh, man, 
that that's so funny because I I remember being on a long stretch. So mm-hmm. that if if I if I had been off the road for a little while, I probably would have like slept on the couch for a little mm-hmm. while. But I was already kind of in like you were in that game mode. You were in that zone. I was no, you said like zone. if I go, you're like it's light out now. I'm fine. That's what you said. I that's think. A, yeah. That's like, the as thing. long as it's light out, I'll be fine. Because I was worried you're gonna fall asleep. I was like, you're gonna oh, be good. No. He's like, yeah, no. You're like, I'm not falling asleep. Yeah. You're like that's why you you convinced us to leave because we we're gonna stay. Yeah, which would have been a mistake. Yeah, hundred. We would have we would have been in, still been in traffic in New York. Yeah, because <laughs> you catch that New York traffic and yeah, it's you're terrible. Screwed. I've had that happen once from Atlantic City. It's a long. It's, My it's driving long. danger zones are from like 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah. And from 5 p.m. to like 7 p.m. Ah, interesting. Any other time. You're good. Good. Yeah. Totally fine. Because I, I mean, I'll do it this week. I have I have sessions in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I have a gig on Thursday night. The session's from Wednesday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. But if I finish early, which I think I'm going to, because mm-hmm. it's only five songs, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll leave right after the session okay. to not deal with, with, Tra- traffic, with traffic. Whether it's, whether it's. I like Friday I like whatever. driving late at night too. So do I. Is no one on the as long road? As I'm, as long as I've never had a problem with like almost falling asleep. Like if I, I think I maybe once I pulled over, but like I'm usually pretty good. If I'm going, I, yeah. I'll caffeine myself. You grab a coffee, right? Yeah, whatever, I'll be all right. whatever you gotta get. Well, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah no problem. That's I fine. Right. I'll just. I mean, I'll just well, take what that do you out. think? I gotta miss. I gotta go seven. No, I think we covered it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I, I mean, I could probably do this for two more hours. This is awesome. Well, let's, but let's do it some other time. I'll come. I'll come down your way, and, and we'll talk after the next song comes out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, I will if 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 it's okay with you, I'll put uh, the new song. Yeah, I could send you the MP3. Send me the MP3, you want, yeah. and then you pick whatever song you want for the intro. You're the man, dude. That was a little, you're good at this. I didn't really it, sound, do, it seems pretty natural work. you did all the yeah, work but that's but, but but you made me not feel awkward so well, that's, that's why you know what I, mean? I guess that's I mean, the hardest thing when people put but you're used to it when people have a, a microphone or headphones on they get a little yeah. like oh, i don't know what to do but then right. they they settle in after right. a while yeah no it was great i really liked it i Dude, enjoyed it thank you so much for coming up yeah, and doing man, it. thank you so much we'll do it again all right that's my conversation with the great nick fratiani Please go follow him on Instagram, social media. Go check out all of his music. Season 14 American Idol winner. That was a blast. Um, Again, send an email to afterthegigpod at gmail.com. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Gonna enjoy that Irish air. Enjoy the song, Empire. Walking away Cause now we made it this far We ain't ashamed We ain't ashamed of who we are We made a choice This army's here to stay And trust me this is something to believe in Achieve it It's up to you It's up to you Voices rising like a church
voices rising like a church choir. Yeah.